Hey guys, welcome back to the Adrian Bow podcast featuring Troy Malcolm. This week, Adrian, we're going to do something special. We're going to bring a recent skills workshop that you and I both hosted that we send out to the entire McGraw network on a weekly basis. Now, listeners, you're going to get this pretty much every fortnight, but what it is is tapping into the skills and challenges and objectives and traits that you need to use out in the field to make your business grow. Adrian, why did we do this and why is it so important in the field right now? It goes to my love, uh, Troy, which is that paradigm between motivational and practitioner work. So I always made a commitment if I ever coached or trained agents that I could share dialogue and strategies and systems and checklists that they can implement into their business the same day or the next day and move the needle with listings and sales because that is our KPI and that's what we're measured on. And I like to have my agents achieve immediate results from the work that we do. Hey, listeners, if you like this, rate it five stars, send us a review, send us questions, because we want to make sure that it's relevant for you every single week. Enjoy the episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to episode four, Adrian, of the Skills Workshop that we've been rolling out every Friday, and and we've got some phenomenal feedback from everyone in the group, so thank you guys. Please keep sending your emails through. Um, Today, Adrian, we're going to talk a little bit about database, because as we've been travelling around the grounds, we've seen a lot of people come up with questions of who to add, how to add, what filters, what what profiles do I put against those people. Uh, In your experience, what have you seen to be the most successful ways of building the database, and nurturing that over your over your time that you've been working sure, up the ground. Sure. I mean, the people I've worked with before, this might sound repetitive, but only because repetition is the mother of skill. And the more you listen to it, the more it's going to sink in. Because I've got to tell you, a lot of people come to me and say, I've got issues with scripts and dialogues. I've got issues with role descriptions. But ultimately, Troy, what I actually identify is their symptoms of a sick business but the real disease is actually a lack of databasing and a lack of prospecting, okay? So it's so important to identify. So unless you get databasing and prospecting absolutely spot on, all the rest of the issues will always be there. So to answer your question, firstly what we need to do is identify every single person we speak to that owns a piece of real estate, and you've heard me say this so many times, Add them to your database. Very simple. Um, Must have a KPI every single month around how many people that's going to be. So I always advocate anywhere between 50 to 150, depending on what sort of volume of listings that you're actually holding at that any one time. So listings brings momentum. Momentum brings data. Data will will eventuate into your database and a nurturing program. Okay. So the most successful agents that you've been working with and, and seen and also within your business, 50 to 100 gives us over a 1,000 people per year. Yes. So the question remains, guys, if you've been in this business now for a number of years and you still have maybe two or 3,000, but you've been in, in the business for excess of five or six, yep. the question is, what are you not saying to build a really quality database? Adrian just mentioned to focus on everyone that owns a piece of real estate in your BDA needs to be added to your database. Adrian, with that, what kind of dialogue are you using to extract if they live in your BDA? And B, how are you getting them into the database that then you can go into the nurture side of things? Yeah, sure. Look, the key issue is to not necessarily have a script per se, but to have an intent, an outcome, and an objective every time you speak to that person. So always do the right thing by your existing vendor around answering whatever questions you have with their property. Secondly, if you're doing any door knocking or success marketing or success calls, 
always make that comment around, you know, what I'm looking to do is identify myself as the area expert and I'd love to keep in contact with you around uh, some other results and listings from McGrath and also from other agents. So the intent and the objective of the phone call is more important than the dialogue. In terms of the nurturing program, it's very simple stuff, Troy. It's a 30-day newsletter. It's two phone calls per annum. Now, when I say phone calls, messages are just as good yep. because that's a touch point and that's buying a piece of that person's mind. And as you know, I talk about that ubiquitous type of marketing where if they get a phone message and then they get an SMS and then they get a 30-day newsletter and they drive past and see a sold sign, then they get a Facebook post, um, then that, as Tom Panna says, that, that marketing does work in combination, not just isolation. So that touch point's really important. So you can see, guys, the dialogue is very easy to understand and it's very clear and concise to get what you need. We talk a lot about Dr. Robert Cialdini and the pillars of influence and we always say if you can add value or use the law of reciprocity to gain insights into something, you can't just be transactional, right? You can't just ring up and say, do you have something to sell? No, see you later. You need to go with value add and by your 30 day nurturing program, every single month, online, sending them something that's value adding, you're creating that law of reciprocity where you will get valuable information and insights yes. from that person. That's right. The other thing we need to remember with database and prospecting, because they're not mutually exclusive, is that don't delude yourself that if you commit to 90 minutes of prospecting per day, that one person's going to answer the phone and say, Adrian, I can't believe you called me today. I actually want to sell my house today, right? So what it is, is a, a prospecting plan that allows that touch point, that allows that message, and what you do today will eventuate into a piece of business in one year, three years, five years, seven years. So that's really important to understand. Um, so it's making sure that you have reasonably low expectations around prospecting in terms of immediate outcome, but over the long term, increase your expectations around the immediate KPIs and the benefits of that, that prospecting actual piece. Going back to database, if we can, for a little bit, I know that you've always categorised your data very, very simple yes. and simplified in a way that people can understand and anyone could walk into your business as part of your EBU and get the information and run with it. Absolutely. What are some of the categories and what should people be more focused on than trying to think pipeline A, B and C? How does that all work for you? This is a trap that a lot of agents fall into, unfortunately, Troy, and it comes back to that paralysis analysis where a lot of people overanalyze everything to a point that they paralyze themselves and, and end up doing nothing or overcomplicated and have six categories and therefore think it's all too hard. Yep. So the categories are really simple, guys. I mean, number one, it is your past clients. So that's everyone that's bought or sold a piece of real estate through you over the last one, two, three, five years. So often I'll sit down with a lot of uh, agents who I'm coaching and say, how long have you been in the industry? And they say, 15 years or eight years. And I say, I know you've got issues with scripts and dialogues, but let me just ask you, how many people on your database? And they say 400. I say, okay, well, in that eight to 15 years, how many properties do you think you've sold? And we calculate it, and it ends up being about... 600 properties, yep. and that should be 1,200 minimum buyer and seller just on the past client section of your database. You with me? Yeah. So you can see how this is epidemic and a big issue in our industry. So first category, past clients. Simple nurturing program, 30-day newsletter, anniversary call and handwritten card on that anniversary of the transaction. Don't make a huge deal of it and say, hey, guess what? Today's your anniversary. It's just saying, hey, Troy, 
I just want to let you know today, three years ago, you bought the house from me. I love what you did with the garden. I drove past the other day. It looks incredible. How you been? Are you looking to buy an investment property? How's the kids? Very simple dialogue. So the intent is there. The outcome around some sort of remuneration just is not there. That'll just happen later. So past clients, number one. Number two is basically your hot uh, buyers. Now, these are people who still own real estate, but will sell the minute they buy. Yeah, and how often do we hear that? Oh, listen, if you find me such and such, I will sell with you. Correct. And that's even more so, especially six to 12 months ago when the market was getting away from people by by six to 12% in a 12-month period, they didn't want to take the risk. So that's a huge category that you must focus on and daily or weekly contact as far as that's concerned. Now, the third and final category is just pipeline sellers, which is effectively 80% of your database. They're the people that say to you, Adrian, I'm getting carried out in a box to people saying, hey, I call me next week, I want to put my property in the market and everyone in between. That's it. It's as simple as it is. Right, that's it. Just three key categories, past clients, hot buyers, and every prospective seller in the future. Absolutely. Wow. Well, guys, that's as simple as we can make it. We can talk a lot more about prospecting. I think we will focus on that in the next couple of weeks. But if you want to build a really clear database, look at adding 50 to 150 people on a monthly basis. You'll start to see that come through. Really focus on past clients. They have already had a great experience with you. So they're going to be your biggest advocates of future business. Adrian, thank you again. I know there's a million other questions that have come in that we're going to focus on in the next couple of weeks. Anything to finish off before we let everyone go? and see them next Friday? I think just on databasing, guys, just remember that a KPI of what Troy talked about is going to be actually the most important KPI in your business unit. In fact, for over 20 years of my business, it was the only KPI. And remarkably, at the end of each month, we sold eight to 13 pieces of real estate because processes were in between that KPI and those sales. So we never had KPIs around listings, never around appraisals, never around exchanges. We focused on that KPI of one to 150 per month and remarkably, at the end of the year, was a minimum 100 sales. So. The last thing is just make sure you have a KPI. Even start with 30 if it has to be, but my recommendation is 50 minimum. Perfect. Guys, thank you so much. We'll see you all again next Friday. Reminder, if you have any questions at all, send them through to Adrian or myself and we'll cover them off in this series because we really want to make sure you guys have tools that you can use in the field on Saturday, but also during the week. Thanks again and see you next time.